Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bayside Report Podcast. Thursday, August 17th. It's Thursday, 9, 12 p.m. I got a fucking cat sitting here. I got a beer over there. I got a medical dad pen over there. We're having a great fucking night. 41st episode of the Bayside Report. This is our Dirk Nowitzki episode. Preseason football is back in full swing. We'll have our recap from the Steeler Buccaneer game for you. You and your co-ed kickball league tonight. You've been crushing it. Your team's going. You're 7-2 and two in the league so far. Your co-ed kickball league. You're all drinking fucking IPAs and talking about your issues with your IT jobs. Because you're that typical Gen Z millennial living the life. Living the life. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Maybe you're going to listen to us. I'm going to need some whiskey glasses because I don't want to see the truth. Or maybe you're going to be listening to some last night. We let the Laker talk this weekend. I don't know. A lot of country fans in the mix. Summer is the peak of the country fan. So they got to get it while they can. Welcome to the show. I hope you listen to this on your way into work tomorrow, perhaps. While you're getting... Tell I don't know. I've been the road rage has been awful lately. We'll get into that later. And it's always the fucking old white woman. I don't get it. Old white women, especially here in Florida, just have the worst fucking road rage tailgate syndrome. Book the cameo, book the YouTube, the cameo king. You know where to find me. The best in the game, baby. The best in the game. YouTube's been blowing up. Prices going up, views going up, subscribers going up. So we got sixty thousand already alone this month. And we're only seventeen days in. So shout out to all the fucking YouTube faithful but just like that everyone we are into our news update malaysia airlines there's a malaysia airline they're just the fucking mush they're the mush airline all time there's always an issue whether it's planes disappearing into other dimensions you know they still haven't found that plane that disappeared i think it was an alien i think we're starting to find out it was an alien disappearance but this guy was on a malaysia air an eight-hour flight from sydney australia to Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Three hours in the flight, he just got up and started causing shit, saying he had a bomb in his backpack. So they have to turn around, go back to Sydney, fly another three hours back, arrest him, drop him off, causing all issues, disruptions, dislays, etc., etc. at the airport. What a fucking... Oh, we would have hogtied that dude. I'm No. No, we're not fucking turning around. We would have hogtied him. We're going to fucking Malaysia. Take care of him in Malaysia. They'll probably fucking behead him in Malaysia. Why didn't they just go to Malaysia and let let him be handled there? It's a Malaysian Airlines flight. You think that would make sense? Maui wildfires. It's been it's been bad, so clearly our fucking administration is like worried about sending money to Ukraine. So I'm gonna go into the Red Cross. I'm actually right there right now. Red Cross, donate to the Maui wildfires. But our hearts are with all those people in Maui as we hope they get better. Uh, Hurricane Hillary. Apparently, there's a Hurricane Hillary brewing around in the Pacific Coast. So hopefully that can come and hit the water down and cool that motherfucker down and get that fire in order. Trumpy Bear in jail. Is Trump in the Fulton County Jail? I think Trump has been booked in jail. We need more music. need more music. Not long enough. Not long enough. I think Trump's in jail. I think Trump finally got booked in jail. And we'll find out more. I don't know. I mean, this is like the fifth fucking time this has happened. Women's World Cup, England versus Spain. That is Sunday at 6 a.m. The stage is set. Thank you. That was that was electric. That's how we inject energy. You know, like I said, maybe some of you are working a fucking night shift right now. Maybe you're a FedEx package handler. You got an AirPod in. Maybe you're DoorDash and Ubering. Maybe you're playing this for, for your Uber fucking customers right now. And they're like, why, why are we listening to this? You're going to tell them because you need it. You need it in your life. You need this energy in your life. 
wherever you are, what time you are listening, we're going to bring that energy. Like I said, the road rage has been out of control lately. Everyone's been on the on fucking one. And I don't know what it is, but whenever it seems like every time I look in the rear view, there's a car at my ass. It's a fucking Hyundai Sonata, like a chubby. I don't know. It's just a Mexican area, but it's usually a chubby person in the Hyundai Sonata, like right up the fucking ass. I tell you what, Mexican people are intense drivers. They are very fucking aggressive. So they all, you know, this is a prominent Mexican area. A lot of them live in this community itself. And every time I'm coming out, I'm getting tailgated. The second I'm in my car and, and I'm going in the forward direction, there's a fucking someone tailgating me in a Hyundai Sonata. I'm telling you, I'm telling you people, I'm driving home from work today. I swear to God, once you cross, I don't know where the, the switch off happens and you wouldn't think it would be so drastic, but the bridge, there's a couple bridges across from Tampa mainland to Pinellas where all the beaches are in St. Pete and Clearwater. And it's night and day once you cross those bridges. It is night and fucking day. And I wouldn't really, you know, you'd expect it to be different, but it's super different, especially this one, the Courtney Campbell Causeway Bridge. Beautiful bridge. You got a trail. You know, you could run, there's people running and shit. There's like the trashy bay beaches where you might pick up fucking hepatitis from being in that water. Don't go in that shit with an open cut. Don't go in it, period. Just don't go in that water, period. You don't want you don't want to go in that water. Hi, Marty. Hi, Kitty. What's up? Come here. Come here, Kitty. Come here. Say hi, Kitty. Say hi to the podcast. Molly's been good. Molly's chilling. What do you gotta say? Wave hi. Anyways, back to what we were talking about. So I'm walking home or I'm driving home from work across to Courtney Campbell. And you, the, on the Tampa side, it's great. It's great. It's, it's classy. There's hotels and everything. It's a good area. And the people, you know, it's a relatively, you know, better, better person area than once you get over here. But once you get on this side, it's just like you pick up your meth pipe at the start of the bridge. That, that's what it feels like. It seems like some people just have invisible meth pipe stands that they're picking up and they're ripping that shit. And then it's just chaos. You start getting cut off. Every single car will start cutting you off. There's this dude in this nice Cadillac, but he, you know, he had the wife beater swag, like the, the receding hairline buzz cut in like, uh, more like an Italian Middle Eastern swag, honestly, but like he was fucking cut like bulk dude and like this more of like a drug dealing Middle uh, Middle Eastern, uh, Eastern European swagger, you know, with a wife beater on. He's in this nice white caddy, uh, you know, sedan driving home. This is right off the bridge in the Clearwater side. And <laughs> I'm driving right next to him. I'm pa- I'm passing him. He he stops. The third lane of traffic next to me was was more backed up to where they were stopped further behind me. So I'm still creeping up, and I, I had to hurry up and swerve out of my way because I almost fucking hit this dude. He swings his door open, and he he gets out and he starts walking towards the person in front of him to, to start motherfucking them. But he had to get back in his car because traffic started moving. Molly, get down. There you go. Cat. Uh, Molly's. Tangled. There you go. You good, honey? All right, cat's good. So he gets out. He had to get back in his car because the traffic started flowing. It wasn't uh, you know, he didn't have time to go beat this person up. So I didn't get a look at the person who, I assume, cut him off. So I, I creep up to see who that person was. I love I love road rage drama. I fucking live for that shit. 
and it's a girl it's like <laughs> it's like an 18 year old girl in semi-tinted windows and she she's playing stupid straightforward ahead did it right but i mean he got out of his car maybe he did see it was a chick he's like all right yeah i can't do that but he just started <laughs> every four seconds he he just got the window go bitch fuck you <laughs> fuck you every every couple seconds you know i loved it and then i didn't see it they they merged right onto a highway i think he just cut her off back and sped past her that was it it wasn't really you know too uh too serious other than him flinging the door open and getting out on the road and at the red light but i wanted something you know i wish it was another dude that was equally as pissed off as him that's what you were hoping for but it once i saw it was a fucking little you know teenage 20 year old girl i was like ah fuck we can't nah I was like, all right, bro, I hope you see, hope, number one, I hope you don't do anything stupid, and I hope you see what kind of, you know, what kind of person you're dealing with before you get to that conclusion. Then you have the, you have the stereotypes. I love stereotyping the drivers. So if you have a Florida State, any Florida State decal memorabilia, for, forget about it. Forget about it. It's, it's a fucking, it's a wrap. They're going to be erratic. They're going to tailgate. No turn signals when merging forget fucking forget about it i'll be honest they're at the pinnacle of the worst florida gator fans they're usually in trucks and let me let me be honest they're not great either they're not great either but they're better they're a little better and i'll be honest i haven't seen one civilized florida state decal car driver can't can't tell you one all fucking nuts. Out of state plates. Next up. There's a few to keep there's a few to keep an eye out for down here. The biggest one is New York, obviously. Obviously. Not now you have a lot of good New York drivers. I think upstate New York they got that shit down. Upst- upstate New Yorkers seem to be fucking pretty solid stand up people. From what I've from what I've experienced. And I'm, you know, I'm not saying New York City or anything. I, I met great people from all over New York, but in in terms of civilization and behavior advancement, I'd say upstate New York, they're they're, uh, you know, they're a little bit further ahead. So now you're gonna have some New York plates that are not gonna be like that. You're gonna have a lot of them that are gonna be up your fucking at tailgate tailgate you know no no turn signals just just that aggressive reckless driving not bad just aggressive and reckless could be dangerous. i mean yeah i guess it is it's considered bad i mean it's not they're not out there hitting curbs which we're going to get to our next stereotype the the beautiful woman driving luxury cars very common here in tampa hi kitty what's up you taking a seat right here very common here in Tampa. Now these ones, they're they're especially big in South Tampa, not so much where I'm here in Clearwater now. Uh, it's more just the Mexicans and Hyundais that love to speed and tailgate themselves. Now the beautiful girl in the luxury cars, like you know, you could guess probably like twenty mid twenties to thirties to forties. Could be could be mom, could could be single, could just have a boyfriend or fiance, you know, no kids, maybe a kid, maybe not probably working a marketing job or finance operations. Obviously they're probably doing well if they're, you know, a lot of bad bitches, successful bad bitches, maybe sales, sales, probably sales. Sales is fucking huge here. Everyone's a salesman here. 
but when they're driving, they don't know how, you know, they, they can't drive the car. <laughs> you know what I mean? They can't drive it, the car. This one, I'll never forget it. Be- one of the most beautiful women I've ever saw in a ra- white Range Rover. This is in South Tampa was going to do a U-turn. And I mean, it was a, it was a big U-turn. She had a lot of room to play with on the U-turn. And she, she takes the U-turn going into the further, you know, the right furthest lane towards the fucking sidewalk. Oh, it just creams the fucking sidewalk with this tie. Oh my God. I, oh, I started, oh, my nails just crinkled up for those fucking tires. Oh, maybe I wish she may have scraped the front of that Range Rover because you know there was Range Rover bumpers. They're pretty low, so that may have took a fucking hit. But she just caked this fucking corner, and it's—I know what it is. People have slow hands. That's a, that's the number one leading cause of bad drivers. It's, sl- it's just slow reaction time. I mean, let's just be honest. And when the older you get, the the slower you move your fucking hands, or say you're a little, you know. Say you're so big you can't move your hands fast either. That's the other issue that I, I think happens. And I just I love I love watching because I look out for it now. When I when I see someone that's a bad driver or a slow turner, I'm like ah, they probably have fucking arms that they can't move fast. They have slow reaction hand, arms. That's it. If we had people, I think they need to teach that in driving school. Reaction time, you know, teach like fucking have faster arms and hands, you know. Don't be don't be slow, so slow with the hands, but like they can't their their arms and hands aren't keeping up with their they're thinking, okay, I'm gonna swing this U-turn, but they can't just come on, girls. Come on, ladies. Arms, hands, move them faster, faster, turn, turn the wheel, turn the wheel. You know, really turn that motherfucking wheel. Because you always just let it release it and let it come back. You know, they I think they need to teach that in driving school too. Release that wheel, let it come back. Hands, fast hands, ladies. Anyone. You know, beaters, the next stereotype, beaters, like beater fucking 70s truck. I mean, you'll see some beaters here, here. Now I'm thinking of more. This is, yeah, we're thinking of a lot more now, but we'll go with this one. Beaters. All right. So usually older gentlemen, like 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, they're usually that odd job scrap looking for scrap metal and shit <laughs> a lot of those in pit i mean honestly i had a lot of those in pittsburgh but here they're just a different breed because every beater truck they could be hauling one little beat one little you know eight by ten piece of wood and they'll they'll drive in the right lane with their with their hazard lights on with their windows down and they're always on the phone they're always on the phone no matter what on the phone with a piece of eight by ten wood with the hazards on, driving slow, slow as fuck. I was on, when I was going to that soccer game, I was on I-4. There was a, literally one of those. He had a, he had an 8x10 piece of wood slanted against the cabin of his truck on the phone, hazards on, slow as fuck in the right lane, which is great. As long as you're in the right lane, that's fine. But you don't have to go 30, brother. You could You could speed it up a little bit. Those are those are some of the worst. And then we said the older white. Oh, dude. I'm on. I'm just. All these memories are coming back to me. I'd I, I'd love to see. I wish I had a driving log of how many hours I put in, or I wish I set the driving log. On my on my speedometer odometer to see, but I'm having flashbacks now. White woman, sixty year old white woman, Caucasians. Whew. 
You talk about a fierce breed. Now, I'm not, not even 60. You could group it in. Say the 40 to 60-year-old, you know, right before they lose their hands and reaction time. Because some of them, I'll be honest, some of those girls got fast fucking hands. Those ones drive aggressive. Maybe they're in the Air Force. Maybe they're in the military. I don't know. Most of them just probably work corporate jobs. But I'll tell you what. I was driving home yesterday, or was it Wednesday? And this 60-year-old woman, I've never been tailgated so hard. No turn signals were merging. Just fucking reckless. Reckless out here. But yeah, the beaters, the beaters will... uh, We'll get you, dude. You got to be careful for them. You just got it because if someone's going slow on a highway, you, that's probably why. South Tampa, too. I saw a lot of that in South Tampa. Haven't really, I mean, it's just so widespread here. So many people, vacationers, too, here that you really don't get some of those true ones. But I tell you, like, this is the true Tampa. Like, you're, you'll see all of this for sure. Of course, the car meetup. Now, this is a huge car meetup city. Huge car meetup city. Probably one of the biggest. I mean, I remember Gasparilla. They were doing uh, burnouts in the middle of the road right across from the bridge to take you to St. Pete towards South Tampa. They just fucking destroyed the road with, you know, tire marks. So those motherfuckers are out. So here, here's the other stereotype. It's the car, it's the gearhead. You know, you're going to see some Subies, some fucking Beamers. I'm, I'm, I'm the furthest thing from a fucking car guy. But you're going to see... You're going to see some swagged out vehicles with some swagged out, swagged out fucking shit. You know? That's all I've been hearing around here lately. Some people got deer run through the yard at night or run across the street. No, we just got fucking car nerds out you know running that shit up it's fucking intense it's intense everyone i don't know and then yeah like i said the meetup they meet up at strip clubs and they just get down man i don't know car car people are that's like i don't know what's worse is it is it greek life or is it the car car meetup i saw some car meetups get out now that we now that we're on that topic the car meetup gang, they've been getting kind of out of line lately. I saw, you know, not even just here, I guess, anywhere. You know, they get, you got too many wild cards in the fucking mix, people with guns and shit. I saw one dude pulled a gun out and just started popping off at a car meet, you know? Could just be in an Outburger or a Wendy's or a shopping center. And, you know, a car meetup shootout. They, they should do Damn, maybe that's a we could do the car meetup sports league, car meetup fight league. You know, you do a car meetup boxing match. Cause these car meet the car meetup should do that because they're they're not doing enough at the car meetups, clearly to keep themselves fucking entertained. So that's why they're always pulling guns out now. You know, now they're resorting you know, it was it was just good enough to, to car meet at a fucking in and out, get a burger and fries and rev some engines and go talk to people. Now they're getting bored. And here's the thing. I, I now I used to hang out with car people when I was younger. This is all just coming back to me now. And it's fucking boring, dude. All you do, you just stand in parking lots and sit there and talk. You know, you put your hands in your room. Yep. That, that's, that's a nice V6 right there. How much you get that for? You've been looking on Craigslist lately for any parts? 
Yeah, I've been looking for, uh, you know, I want to get 20s on them. I got I got the 22s right now, but, you know, I might want to go down them 20. You know, it, it's that talk for hours. And I'm like, where's the fucking party? You know, what's going on? Where's the action? I can't, I, I, I don't have enough time for that. I, I got bored quick of the car meetup, <laughs> you know, operations. It's just, but they're getting bored. So now they're resorting to violence and I see why, you know, it's all coming full circle now because I was, if that, if I hung out in the car meetup crew till this day, I'd probably be one of those people acting out of line at the car meets. So they got to get uh they should do like boxing matches. You know, you go to the car meet, you meet, but then say, Oh, there's a boxing match at 11 o'clock and then we're going to do a dunk tank. You know, maybe, you get, <laughs> maybe you get like a, you put up a whoever loses the boxing match to the car meet gets put on a dunk tank and you dunk you dunk that motherfucker and then maybe you send some money to charity and you resort you stay away from the violence. They could they could put up a basketball hoop. They could just bring a makeshift sand filled basketball hoop in a parking lot and have a basketball game at the car meet. Car meet, you know, people that run in these car meets, you gotta get creative or you're just gonna see an uptick in violence. I saw people just start ramming other cars. They'll just come to the car meet and just start bashing into people. Like, what the? F- you got some crazy people, but it really is like. And then I worked with a guy. I worked with two guys in my corporate. I, I guess this fucking post postpartum corporate, you know, life. The one job the dude was like, he was like, if you're not, if you if you weren't the car guy, he was not fucking with you. And and the other guy I worked with, he was in the cars, but not not. And this guy was the car Hitler, you know. He was the he was the third Reich of cars. And I I drive a fucking Nissan Rogue Sport. I'm not out here, you know, impressing anyone. And I I didn't hear the end of it all day. He's like, when are you getting rid of that piece of shit? When are you getting rid of that piece of shit? Where are you getting rid of that piece of shit? I'm like, dude, it's a 2020. It gets 30 miles to the gallon. What are you talking about, brother? It has it has card play. I don't need anything else. I'm fine. He had this souped up. I don't even. It was a Ford. It was souped up, and it was loud as fuck. You could hear it from miles away. It had all the stickers on it. You know, it was it was the the vocabulary is beyond my comprehension of how much you know I. I would always troll him. I would just look up, I'd go on cardictionary.com and just look up phrases and drop a, drop them by him. And he, you know, he loved that humor, but yeah, he, he was not a fan of the non-car folk. You know, you had to have your fucking shit down with the cars. Then I worked with a car dude here. He was, he was not, you know, he was very fucking intense and is still intense to this day, but wasn't, you know, he accepted me for not being a car nerd. He's like, all right, dude, we don't, you know, we can talk about other shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's not, that's not my whole life. But those people are, I mean, that's all, that's where all your money goes. You say you're only making 50 to 80 K a year and you're paying other bills, but your, your passion is project car. You got to live at home. I would assume, you know, unless you're making bank and you, you own property, but in this economy, you know, I assume you're living at home with your parents and you, you got garage space, you got yard space. You just have all these project cars. And you just go to fucking work. So yeah, that's a stereotype you got to look out for. And then one last one. There's one last one that we have to look out for. It's the, it's just truck drivers in general. You got the souped up pickup trucks. You know, the Morgan Wallen types. You have to look out for them. That's it. You know, last night they let the liquor talk. They are, you, you get fucking ran off the road by a Florida truck driver. Talk about 
they talk about the Civil War going on. I mean, dude, you you're putting up a bunch against putting up a bunch of ROTC kids up against Florida truck drivers with fucking rifles and guns in their fucking trucks. That's a tough. I mean, that's why they got to call in the drones and their strikes if we ever get to that point. That's the only way they'll ever win because they they were probably gonna run through some ROTC guys. That's like the you, you know you're safe because you got those militiamen. That's like the militiamen people. They all got the got the huge fucking lifted truck, probably full of fucking guns, just ready to run you the fuck over. They do not care about your existence. They they do care about the opposition to the deep state though, which I get behind. You know they people probably see me in my Nissan. I I look like such a fucking uh you know Gen Z like super dupe lib in a fucking nissan rogue sport but meanwhile i have like i have the character of someone that drives a tacoma i feel like you know that's probably my next gonna be my next vehicle is a tacoma or a sedan maybe like a suit i like the subaru sedans i fuck with the subaru sedans i'm not gonna be a car meetup subaru guy but i do fuck with them my dad's been a subaru guy his whole life i have positive experiences with subaru toyota nah i'm not fucking with toyota just not my sister and mom have one i they're they're just the they're the walmart car you know other than the highlander or the tundra or the you know the higher end toyotas but you're when you're talking corolla camry or rav4 let's be real we could do better folks we could do better but let's i didn't talk about my fucking week went to the steeler game versus the buccaneers and they didn't scan my ticket i could have just walked in that motherfucker i spent I wasted $40 on a preseason ticket. And that was the other thing, the ticket price. I, I'd been checking it since May. Of course, back then it was $5. Then it, it peaked to 40 when I bought in the group. You know, of course, at the worst time, we we got $45. But then not even a day or two after, it dropped to like 20 So it is what it is. You know, Steelers are going to jack the prices up. And Steeler Nation was out in full force, of course, because 80% of the people there probably lived here. But, of course, you saw you had a lot of the Steeler fans on vacation, which is good to see. I love Steeler. Steeler fans cannot handle the heat, though, and it was fucking hot. Let's be honest. I had trouble handling it, too. But the Steeler takeover, you know, I was in, I was in the upper deck, but, of course, I, I moved all around that bitch. I can't sit still. So I went up there for the first drive, Kenny Pickett. I mean, it, it was it was majestic right down the field, touchdown score. They look good. Steelers look good. Besides the point, I, despite being from Pittsburgh, I have a horrible Pittsburgh accent. I can't do the Pittsburgh accent very well, but it's hot up here in that. And the one, the one guy's banging a seat, rip his fucking head off in a preseason game. Baker, you're fucking garbage, you know. I, I, they're intense, you know, bringing the intensity to Raymond James. But then you, the ones up there, it's hot up here. It's so hot up here. I mean, no shit. You're, it, you see the weather. You see the real field. It's 120. You know what to expect, but just go walk in. Just go walk somewhere and sit somewhere else. Down in the lower bowl, there was some good shade. But yeah, the heat, I mean, it, it's, I think it's finally breaking. The heat's finally breaking. There's more rain rolling in let me tell you guys it was bad i mean last summer i can't tell you one day where i was visibly just didn't want to go outside i I always wanted to be outside last summer this summer i've had days last especially last week and the week before where i just won't go outside because it was that fucking bad but it's finally more than normal and it's 
it's because of the westerly winds, apparently, the El Nino or La Nina, something with that going on that are causing the it's just it's an onslaught of that western heat that dry that dry air we need more of that southern tropical moisture air which i think we're starting to get now and you know the, you know them hurricanes be motherfucking cooking up pretty soon i saw there's like two i think we got two two systems to to monitor both about a 40 percent advancement rate you know so we'll see what happens i hope you know i hope no direct nothing on this side nothing on this side this year or at least just give me somewhere to evacuate to. Or honestly, probably not even going to have to. It was wild last year. It was like they had that line right over my apartment at one point. So, like, we had to. But I don't think it's. I don't think that will ever. I don't think that's going to happen again next year. I think, that, I think that was a. I don't know. This golf side, we just seem to have that. It even, once it hit land over here, it, it, it broke down. You know, a lot of the strength broke off. And they said even if it does hit up here, like direct hit on St. Pete, you know, it, the outer barrier islands are good, you know, relatively good at breaking the storm down, and it shouldn't be too bad. But the Steelers got the win. It was great. It was great to see the Steelers. Even, you know, the third, fourth team, of course, preseason gets pretty boring after the first drive. But the subs balled out 27 to 10 i believe and then how about this right after that i went to see matt mccusker from matt and shane the legendary podcast one of the one of the best nights ever and i i've only been to like two com- i've only been to two comedy shows which is crazy but every time i go i have amazing nights and he I feel like he hates this. I feel like he doesn't. He's more of the pod. He's more of the podcast king. You know, he's more more of the brains and the operation of the podcast. But he crushed the stand up. Crushed it. Solid hours. Openers were good. And the side splitters. Shout the side splitters in Tampa. That was like, I didn't expect that. And I I really didn't realize how spoiled I was with having a world class comedy club twenty five minutes away. I mean, it has that. It has that old school you know, Northeast feel in there. You feel like when you walk in there, you feel like you're back in, like, I feel like I'm back in Pennsylvania a little bit. You know, I feel like I'm up North and people rave about it. So yeah, they, they had a great show there. And then, Oh fuck the purple promise FedEx 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 could sponsor my whole life. And I, you know, I, I wish FedEx would sponsor this podcast if anything, but my FedEx rep took me to, play the Valspar golf course which is a key in Tampa uh very beautiful one of the best probably the best ever round of my life despite being 115 real feel on the heat index we played the back nine first just kind of played like shit but the front I mean the front nine was worth it played a immensely better you know gambling me and the FedEx rep versus his boys that he brought we almost won it all. You know, we, we won the front, lost the back, lost overall by one, but we were out there grinding and shit. It's nice to have a good relationship like that, you know, with a with a rep. Someone taking care of you. You know, we're taking care of him. We're giving we're giving him that business. But yeah, we FedEx FedEx is, is pretty uh like I said, UPS, they don't they don't fuck with you. Like I we have a UPS rep. I don't hear from them ever. I, I once through email and I, I asked them because I needed help with something. They really didn't seem 
interested at all to talk to me. So I don't know what, what does a UPS rep do? It seems like they just kind of sit on their ass and are kind of ignorant and take the benefits of that fucking union, you know, that new union contract, the union bennies, the union bennies. But yeah, I'm a big Matt and Shane fan. Not my all time favorites, Joey Diaz of, of podcasting. It's just, it's great motivation. And it, it, the catalog is so long. You could just die back to 2013 and hear them talk about when Jennifer Lopez did the halftime show or whatever, you know, when ISIS was big, when uh, Obama wasn't, when Trump won, you know, that, I'm more of, I like that raw history when it happened. And that's kind of a cool thing about the Bayside Report. You can go back to this shit in six years and be like, oh, remember when fucking Trump got arrested for the fifth time? Now we have a fucking robot as president or, you know, Kamala Harris is fucking president. Who knows? You're going to look back and be like, yeah, this is a history class right here. But the golf course, yeah, dude, that fucking golf was, I mean, it was just pure. You talk about pure, and you're, walk, you're walking that course, and you're like, damn, bro. Jordan Spieth took a piss right here. Justin Thomas maybe shit in these woods, you know. You're just thinking those good. You're thinking you're walking the land of legends because it, it really is a huge event here. That's a huge fucking golf event. And I went to it and I played it. Talk about a bucket list. And school's starting. School is starting. School has started here. I think, you know, school's pretty much been in operation here for about two weeks. They send the motherfuckers back here early. And yeah, school in, school in Florida, it just, I feel like it goes long. You know, they, they get out a bit earlier, but it's not much earlier. Not much earlier than the Northeast. I feel like the Northeast still got another week or two. They probably go back next week it's a great time of the year i mean here's the thing this time right now it's it's a great time of the year when you're young and you're like ah oh, fuck i gotta go back to school but honestly once i get high school that feeling goes away i didn't i didn't like junior high or elementary i was like fuck 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 school you know but once you get in that groove it's okay but even in high school i was like oh school like it's not bad especially junior senior year when you're just kind of you know you you're almost at the end, and it's getting more fun. I, I really took advantage of high school, having fun in high school. I did high school the right way. I knew you shouldn't – you don't have to try too hard in high school. You know, you're going to get – you're going to get a bailout attempt in either trade school or community college, which I took the community college route for two years. I was kind of aware of that. My, my dad kind of drilled that in my head young. He's like, dude, listen, if you fuck up, it's fine. You have community college, two years, live at home, and then you could go wherever you want. He told me that at a young age, and I remembered that. And I, I used it. I used it, you know. High school was just that you put a little whiskey in your glass in the morning on the way in. I remember we had a senior skip day, and at this point I was in, the col I was in a college and high school program, the aviation flying program. But it was senior skip day. No one was there. I, I went because I was supposed to go to the program after, so I put a little whiskey in the in the coffee cup and went to school and I was fucked up by second period. No one said no one said shit. No one really maybe it was just my high school cuz my where I grew up was a little bit of a unique area. But high school really was, you know, people would get paranoid about misbehaving, but nah dude, that's the time to misbehave. That's the time to get into as much shit as possible in my opinion. Now, am I going to condone that on my kids? Am I going to tell my kids to do that? No. 
No, I want my kids to be nerds. 4.0 on the chess mock trial and golf teams. But if they find that out themselves, you know, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. But high school, yeah, I mean, I did, the, I did another college in high school. That, that's a weird, that's a brand new fucking thing, I guess. The, not brand new, but new. The college in high school courses. I did one my junior year of high school. Uh, how do they decide? You know, what's the, when I, if I got the assignment as a professor, like, all right, we're going to send you to a high school. It was every Saturday for, you know, a few weeks in a high school, like Saturday at 7 a.m., 8 a.m. How pissed would I be pissed? I'd be like, fuck. But I, that's like the, I feel like that's the initiation of being a professor, you know, a new professor. They're like, all right, you're on the, you're on the college and high school class duty Saturday, 7 a.m. It's a writing class, <laughs> a bunch of juniors, you know, fuck, ah, that would be rough. And I know, I know being a professor is uh, not as luxurious as they make it out, especially if you're just an associate, you know, teaching the basics. But that class, we had, a, we had a writing assignment. And this was this was kind of nearing the peak of my high school degeneracy, you know. Just running around smoking weed. I wasn't, yeah, I mean, that was it. Just kind of, you know, not taking shit seriously. Not, not really doing the bare minimum with school. So we had to write a story. And I, I'm, more of a, I'm more of a nonfiction. I'm not, I'm not a big fucking fiction. You know, I read Harry Potter. I read the first four Harry Potters. And then... By the time I got to the fifth, I was like, this is, this is pretty fucking stupid. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't follow. I don't follow. Number one, they're, they're the British might and I'm, I'm going to Hogwarts. You know, I, I, I had enough superheroes. Never, never, I, I never, never even played with a fucking superhero. I played with Tom, Thomas, the tank, tank engine was about as nonfiction as I, or fiction as I got. And that's still a fucking train, which is somewhat real. You know, I, I, I stuck to the real world. Shit. So nonfiction, yes. That's what I wrote. So I wrote a story. Well, we, we had to pitch it in front of the class, which was like kind of like, why don't we just write the story and you grade it? So she's like, all right, everyone, tell me what your story is going to be about. So I pitched my first one. I was like, all right. So it's a kid in high school. He works a... Uh, he works a part-time job as a bus boy, but he's fed up. You know, his boss is his boss is a degenerate. His boss. This was kind of real life. This was my job in high school. His boss smokes a fuck ton of cigarettes and drinks a bunch, and he's fed up. So him and him and the boys get together in his pickup truck. And I didn't do this part, but they start going around and stealing items from the farmland because we had like the, the rural rural area where I grew up. It's like we, they start stealing stuff from the rural farmlands and selling it, selling, <laughs> selling it. And then they start making a killing and they go through the trials and tribulations of success and failure when they get caught. And she's like, dude, which in hindsight, I, I kind of agree. She's like, yeah, that, that probably wouldn't, you know, there, there wouldn't really be much of a climax there. You know, they probably get caught pretty soon. So I came back with a better story. I was like, all right, yeah, you, you're kind of right, kind of right. It's kind of a garbage, garbage idea. Uh, so how about this? I made one about, it was me, you know, it's kind of like my situation of where I live. So where I grew up on my block, it was cops. There was a cop there, cop there, cop there. Lawyer though, if you needed, if you needed off, we had lawyers <laughs> down the street too. Two lawyers, three cops, 
fucking uh, detective, you know, you name it. It was a pretty, uh, it's pretty uh, f- federate neighborhood block to grow up on. So I didn't do this either in real life, but the whole gist was, you know, you're just, it was more this kid growing up in that, in that neighborhood with eyes on him. Kid got eyes on him. And he's just a dirty hustling kid, you know, playing this uh, good, this good kid persona but meanwhile he's pushing weight out of the basement door and his parents are you know his parents are kind of busy working and at the time my dad worked worked nights a lot so i rewrote it i was like oh the dad works nights the mom's never home you know and he just starts selling drugs out the back and you know i was like yada 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 you know there's a climax where he gets involved with the wrong gang and they threaten him and blah blah blah, blah. and then there's a you know resolution and boom he's okay he quits he gets out of it everything's fine something like that and she's like okay it's a little better you know that's the kind of, that's a fun class right there. But I wonder how she's like, I'm really listening to this 16 year old potheads fucking dream book idea of him selling drugs. And then the other, it was with all the honors students, me and honors students. We just didn't get along. I, I took two honors classes throughout high school, but those, I mean, they just, they were like bullies, dude. The, the, the nerds at my high school were bullies. If, if that makes sense. And they were the worst kind. They were not fucking nice. If you if you showed any sign of, you know, if you're lacking a little bit, they're they're gonna torch into you. So imagine all of them. They were writing about oh, and then the princess in the castle goes and fucking does a backflip out the window and goes and sucks the dick of her boyfriend. You know that she hasn't seen in five years. Prince Prince Johnson. Some bullshit. Some some fiction bullshit. We're not about that. We are not. This is a nonfiction association. But they all heard that. We're like, oh, gasp. You know, the one dude's probably a f- fucking NSA engineer right now listening to this shit. <laughs> like, damn. Damn. That's what Garrett's up to, making a podcast about about this. So, yeah, that's uh, that's my kind of school, you know, school, ex- I guess high school. But, no, real college, this is the best time. Like, college when you're living away from home in a fucking apartment, I'm telling you, when I lived in Oakland, Pittsburgh, this week, this was like the, they called it O week. It was like the orientation week. It was always this week, third week of August. And then you start, we'd start next week. And you're just, oh, the air. The, there's just this energy in the air you can't replicate. And that energy gets robbed around November. You know, once once Thanksgiving hits, it's like, okay, it's kind of sucked. But it lasts, you know. And, of course, when the weather's weather's nice, but... It lasts until October, November. Everyone is just on one. And the energy's a little different in the spring. You know, it's not the same. It still, it still pipes up a little bit towards April, May, June. But I'm telling you, the third week of August into September at college, you're if any if any of you are in that position right now listening, I'm telling you right now, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. You're you're doing it. That's even, you know, and even college is kind of, with this economy, you know, if you're, if you're just going for a general business degree, let me, let me tell you, it's, it's rough out here. It's rough out here. Unless you're, uh, unless you're in Kai, Kai, Fapa, Siga, whatever the fuck, you know, and your, your dad's Brian Johnston, CEO of Johnson Incorporated, then yeah, it's tough sledding out here, mate. So enjoy that shit while you can but there's a lot coming up folks there's a lot coming up we got the yankees race coming up my good buddy dundee 
He's coming down next week, seven days from today. He's coming on the podcast, hopefully a week from today or next weekend. Football, 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 of course, everyone. We're almost there. Two more weeks of preseason. I think they do the week off in between still. Yeah, I'm sure. So that, and then I think we start, what, like the November, September, September, yeah, like the 8th, 9th, something like that. That Thursday night game, looking forward to it, folks. Looking forward to it. I'm going to West Palm Daytona this weekend. Going to go fuck around with the Mongol bike <laughs> bike uh, gang. You know, go pay our respects to them. I love, I love the East Coast of Florida, let me tell you. You know, it's just such more of a laid-back atmosphere. You actually have establishments on the beach. We're here. It's all just tourist bullshit. You know, it's all tourist shit. Or it's, uh, you know, paid parking lots or it's homes. You know, you there it's actual towns with accessibility right on the water. It's way, it's way better. It's, it's way better in that regard. Obviously, our water and beach itself here blows that shit out of the water. So there's a fair trade-off. But I always love to go up and have a good old time in Daytona, New Smyrna Beach area. That's about it, everyone. I think that's really it for today. A good podcast. Good talk. Good talk as we make our way out. Thank you for listening to the Bayside Report podcast. And have a good week.